Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Excess of Everything, a show about two girls and their excessive consumption of media. I'm Scarlett Curtis, a dog mum is my job this week. And I'm Grace Campbell, dog god mum. Thank you. Each week we check in to recap the latest episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and catch up about what else we've been watching, loving, hating, consuming... Yeah, I don't know. Trolling. I've run out of things to say at this, okay, this bit. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> this is very... I just want to say an important PSA, which is Grace sets up the podcast recording link for us. And then I join. And I joined five minutes after she put it up. And I logged on to find Grace asleep in a towel <laughs> on the Zencaster. <laughs> fast asleep. I did kind of think you died. Or part of me also thought you might have been wanking, which would have been... So <laughs> oh my awkward. god no I was actually but what was so scary is because I have my airpods in you were like grace and it was so loud in my ears so I was like I'd been like meditating because I'd been like doing deep breaths and I was sort of like dozing off and then you were like grace and I was like oh my god fuck it was terrifying so sweet um how are you my little gracie I'm I'm good apart from the fact that like I just feel maybe a bit anxious this week like I don't know I, I definitely um yeah I'm anxious but I'm fine is how I would describe myself I mean that's how I feel every single day so that's permanent state, yeah I mean that's both of our permanent state yeah how are you I'm okay my child Betty my little dog got spayed yesterday and it was very traumatic like I want to shout out all the dog parents out there because I mean she was fine I obviously freaked out um and it was just really sad she went in I took her into the vet and then she she got out and our other dog got spayed and she was like completely fine afterwards but Betty clearly reacted kind of badly to the anesthetic because she was so not all right she was so sad she like couldn't stand up she was walking with her legs outwards like couldn't she forgot to drink water and then at one point I put some water on the bed next to her and she drank like honestly a litre because she just had forgotten and um she just every few minutes she'd make this little noise where she'd go oh my god it was so sad so I was quite traumatized but then today she's fine and she's healing well Um, is she fine today god it must be so painful yeah I don't even think it was the pain I think she was just so drugged out like when I picked her up, she wasn't even excited to see me. She just like collapsed in my arms. It was really sad. I do She's not know so how people well. have children. Like, I can't. The fact that she was sad, I was like, so sad. I mean, I don't know how people have children. If you're a parent out there, good on you, but also why? Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. That's, yeah. God forbid. God forbid. Um, um, anyway. So Do you want to t- are you going to tell the story of last week or no? Um, no. Okay. Well, that's a good scoop. We've got. Uh, you'll tell it one day. We've got a funny I'll tell story it one day. that happened yeah. that Grace. I love creating a mystery. It's like with me and yeah. Rowan's the bowling alley. Like <laughs> I was famously banned from Rowan's, but I've never ever told anyone why. So people ask me all the time, "Why are you banned from Rowan's?" And I'm like. You're never going to find out. So that's what this new story will be. Yeah. It would just be like, every week you should say, are you going to tell the story? And then I'll be like, (laughs) no. (laughs) 
get it trending are you gonna drop the news yeah it's like when it's like when youtubers are like guys i've been working on something really exciting i can't tell you that but it's coming soon Um, and then it's like a youtube video (laughs) yeah sometimes i do that on my instagram and i've got nothing in the works i just you know want to build up it's quite fun to say oh my god that's that's so fun i'm like i might start doing that i'm working on a secret project yeah. I'm working on a secret project and it, it will come soon. It's all under an embargo, but um, <laughs> I will talk about it next week. And then next week comes and people are like, this is the thing as well, because like when when people do that that I follow, if they'll be like, I'm working on something, I get both jealous because I'm like, even though I don't know yeah. what it is, I'm jealous and competitive about it. But then also I'm like, it's probably not that great. Oh, it's never that great because when you're working on actually great projects, you just don't talk about them until you talk you about them. You just drop them. Yeah. Yeah. It's so It's true. always, you know, like a new collaboration with Pretty Little Thing or something. Although that is the dream of life. <laughs> really, it really is the dream. Pretty um, Little okay. Thing. So this episode, this week, me and Grace woke up this morning to the terrible news that there was no new episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So after we've had our little intro chat, we are going to do a deep dive on Love Island. So if you're one of the people that listens to this podcast who doesn't watch Real Housewives but does watch Love Island, this is the episode for you. Yeah, it's gotten so juicy this week. I just feel we have so much to talk about. We really do. Is there anyone I wish like all that? of Love Island was Casa Moore. Like, I know that's physically impossible, but like, it just gets so juicy when they go to Casa Moore. No, because Love Island is like life. You have to wade through the boring bits to get the exciting bits. And I get I know, really I'm annoyed so with people. Like you. I get I'm really annoyed like with people you. like one Grace Campbell who's like, I'm just going to start <laughs> watching it when it gets exciting. And I'm like, you haven't yeah. earned the fucking exciting, okay? You didn't watch them sitting around that fire pit talking about shit all for six weeks that's yeah. how you earn Catherine no. Moore no no I didn't I've skipped loads but this week I've been so on it because um, you know what Scarlett I love drama okay well should we just head right in then because yeah. there is a lot of drama yeah I'm really upset I have to say I just to preface this because I do think it's important and like on this show, we do talk about manipulative reality TV and we love it. And there is, you know, huge optimism and drama and stuff. But when I saw Love Island was coming back this year with all the shit they've had around like suicide and bullying, I did not think they were going to do Casa Amor. Casa Amor is so abusive and torturous. It's horrible. And I just, yeah, it's, it's, it is a tor- it's torture. It's mental torture. And I think in a way it is quite irresponsible but you know whatever they've done it and I'm loving it no I mean I I get what you mean I could not hack it at all especially I like I could hack it if if I didn't have any feelings for anyone like in the villa but if I was in a situation where I like someone and then they I mean you know me I'm like jealous when the boy I'm seeing looks at a fucking door no you'd break in there you would break break in yeah yeah and I'd have a complete psychotic breakdown um yeah no I agree it is it is and also like you know the one where they were doing the game where like the girls were clocking like who will have just kissed someone it's so manipulative and like and then even I mean I just always believe too much in these shows but even like yesterday I was like okay they're at least not going to do the fucking postcard like they they it just annoys me they've been saying that they're going to do better and like they knew what was going to happen they did it at they position Catherine Moore at the exact time when they knew it was going to fuck the most shit up like they they did Catherine Moore right as these girls had just gotten close and then also they bring in like five guys that are lovely and not pushing and five girls that I know. are like pushing and you know those people have clearly it just it has made me upset this is all I'm going to say on this because now we are going to talk about how fun it is and how interesting it is but which I guess is hypocrisy to the max, but it's just, look, if you give it to us, we're going to eat it, but maybe don't give it to us. So do they do the postcard thing every year? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. See, I'm yeah. so not diehard. Um, I think, like, I agree with you. I think what what has really upset me is the Faye and Teddy thing, because yeah. that, it feels like, because the boys... So why didn't you explain what, ha- explain what happened? So the postcard came and like all of, there were pictures of the boys from the original villa 
doing a various load of things with the new girls. But Teddy's one was the, I thought that was such a misconception because it was a picture of him kissing someone in the challenge. But now yeah. Faith thinks that he's cracking on with someone else. And now she's going to chat. Like, I'm really upset about that because he's been so, like, amazing and loyal. Now he's she's going to chirp someone. He's the one fucking boy that hasn't behaved like. And why? And you know why I'm angry is because they're not rewarding him for his behaviour. Like I think that should be something that they should be like championing. They shouldn't be sabotaging him and Faye. You know, it's been amazing to watch him swerve all of these girls who are obviously trying to chirp him because he's so buff. And And I just think it's really unfair to do that because what if they could have they could have had a great love and it might be ruined now. I know, and I think he's everything Faye was saying yesterday. I think he's really good for Faye. I think he calms her down, and I think he chills her out a bit. And I think he's exactly who she needs. The other thing that I think Catherine Moore is an incredible study in, and why it should be like studied by sociologists, is it's a study in groupthink and groups of boys, right? Like, I'm sure not all of these boys are cheaters or manipulative or whatever. But when you get a group of boys together, you get the same thing with girls. It's like group mentality these they're egging each other on and as a result they're all doing the same thing and I think that shows even more like props to Teddy because to not only not cheat but also to fight that like group mentality is amazing I, I mean and really well. it's it's like 100% and that's why I feel really angry and like really angry at the producers of Love Island for that one part yeah um Leah it was trending is- did you see they got like a thousand Ofcom complaints about it all the girls on Twitter were um, complaining to Ofcom about the way they good. put Teddy on the postcard. And it was just yeah, so good. sweet, though, because it was like all these girls were posting screenshots and it was like, May, like, this isn't on. Like, <laughs> Faye, Teddy has been loyal AF. Like, Ofcom can but it's sort true. this out. It's true. It's um, true and it's, it's really sad. But Liam, can we talk about Liam? Yeah. I can't. Because he, so I I cannot and I'm I'm finding it, actually awful I mean Millie is just amazing and like if Millie could just win on her own that would make me so happy because she is being so realistic and like there was this bit like at one point this week where she was like of course I don't trust him I've known him for fucking five minutes and like that is the truth firstly stay alert don't fully trust any man ever in my opinion but secondly definitely don't trust someone when you're on this game show and you've known them like you people can lie about who they are and I really liked that that she was like no no like it's very possible that he's gonna do something like that um but it's just very odd because it's like watching the way he was and the fact that like I was so sure that they were really genuine. And then I feel that he's just kind of, I can't work out if it's just because he thinks he can do better, but like how could he think that? Or um, he thinks he's not doing anything wrong. I think he genuinely thinks he's not doing anything wrong, to be honest. I mean, I'm so upset about it. Millie Millie is an icon. She's a legend. She is the moment. I'm obsessed with her. She is so... She's amazing because she's very open, but she's also protecting herself. And that's, like, all I want to be in life is, like, able to let people... Get vulnerable with people, but also be, like... But, you, you know, she's not Faye, but she's also not Liberty. She's not, like, putting everything on the plate. She's amazing. Um, I think what the Liam thing is, is it's we should all be wary of quiet men because I truly thought they were falling in love. Like my dad loves Love Island for the love side of it. And um, he hasn't been watching this season. And a week ago I was like, you need to start watching now because it's the best bit where like, we're actually watching these two people fall in love. And like, I really felt we were watching Liam and Millie fall in love. And ultimately that is why I love the show because it's like, you get to see these moments that you never get to see unless it's you. And um but the reality is he was very quiet. Like he's a quiet man. He seemed like he was just quietly in love with her and quietly obsessed with her. But the reality is we don't know what he was thinking. And he's gone into this place and he is, I mean, the look on his face when he's like smirking with this girl and literally, I think you're right. He he's a different he's person. That's what's bugging me out. Yeah. Yeah. And you know he's what? like I a think, different person though. Like, this he- is my prediction. I think he is going to come back alone. And fuck that girl Lily over, but also think that he can get Millie back. And then it's going to be on the boys to tell her that he had this full other relationship. And it's fucked. Was there any pictures on the postcard of him? Yeah, there was. There was a picture of them kissing at night. And Millie was like, that's weird. If they were kissing at night, that means it wasn't in the challenge. But 
they did it. That's also what's fucked. They didn't show Millie. They showed too much of Teddy and they didn't show Millie the extent to which Liam has been. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. And like, that's why it's wild that they've um, told Faye that Teddy was like fucking around when he isn't. And actually what they should have done, because that's even sadder. Like, because I just finished the episode from last night and Faye, I mean, sorry, Millie wasn't being like, yeah, I'm going to go and crack on with other people now, whereas everyone else was. That's why I was a bit confused. They didn't really show her what was going on. And I think she actually smugly thinks he's the one not, because I think she thinks it was challenge based I mean it's so fucked up and what that I really I really hate what they're doing to them and also like Mm. can we talk for a second about this idea of lads holidays because I I mean I wasn't in school or uni at the you know in the right way and I I never went on a girl's trip I never like really knew people that went on lads trips but this idea I think it's a very English I think it's very British idea that because I never you know I was at Union American it never happened there but this idea that a lad's trip is a chance to cheat on your girlfriend is yeah but like crazy. some some men like see that like like don't see it as cheating when they're on holiday I mean that or like that and some women like give their partners like a hall pass for holidays but how is I that possible literally that. explain it to me well, I think, like, I mean, I I could understand the, like, giving someone the, your consent to do that. Like, if you were going to ask yeah, to do that in exchange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if, not if you're open. I know people who just do it, like, oh, right. when someone's going away. But, like, not all the time. Um, or, like, you know, I know someone who was having a baby. And, like, before they had the baby, the, pers- the partner was, like, you can go and have, like, one last hurrah, basically. Um so so I think, like, I can understand that. I can't understand this, like, justifying cheating because you're on holiday. Yeah. That's like saying that if you're in the sky on a plane, it's not cheating because you're not on Earth. Like, it, it, you're still cheating on them. I think it's horrible, and I think it really makes But you me... know what? I will say, and I, I'm not... Women do do it too. Like, like mm. I know a lot of women that do that. So it it's not just men. It is on Love Island because those are the kind... Like, unfortunately, those are sort of the types of men and women that get cast on that yeah. show. But, like, in the in life, I, you know, women women do cheat quite a lot. Okay, in a way, that makes me feel better. Just because what, watching this, if this was your introduction to heterosexual dating, you'd be like, I'm giving up. Like, I, the last few days, I've been like, why do I ever think I'm going to meet a man that isn't just going to tell me he loves me and then cheat on me? Like, it's really stark the way that all the girls are loyal and all the boys are not like I, it kind of blows my mind I, it's I agree but I, I just a hundred percent it is but I just think it's not it's not as true to like life as, as like people think it is like so when I watch that I'm like obviously you know it's very true to Love Island is like heterosexuality amplified on drugs yeah. on crack and generally like in life especially with like our generation I think like on a wider scale you know it's really interesting and I when I think about cheating it is something that I have so much anger at men who do that and then it's so interesting because like if a woman does it mm. I'm always like oh well they probably had like a reason to like that was probably justified it's really interesting the the way that I always and that's I think because and so this is how I can get into the psychology of the way that men will legitimize other, their friends cheating on their partners because when my friends in life have like cheated on someone Mm. I'll be like okay what are we gonna do like I'm on their side because they're my friend and I want them to be okay and that's what men are doing in those situations like they are backing their friends over their friends partners so obviously like it's not right and I think when like in life if like one of my friends is gonna cheat on their boyfriend and this I'm saying this as though that's what my friends do it's like not happened loads of times yeah yeah I will go up to them and be like, what are you doing? This is a really bad idea. And that's what I think more men, like none of them in Catherine Moore have done that. With Liam no, especially. No, I completely agree. And even, I'm even annoyed at Jake. Like Jake has been behaving really well, but he is definitely egging the other guys on. And I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I and, think he's um, been awful. Oh yeah. No, I mean, he's been good in regards to his relationship with Liberty. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Thank fuck. I mean, but don't you think that Liberty will actually still be so fucking angry at him because he's let Tyler like Liberty was crying in the episode last night. No, no, I I completely agree. 
You know what was really, I mean, I do think Faye, a lot of people don't like Faye and a lot of people love her, but I do think she has a huge heart because last night it really seemed like she was crying on behalf of Kaz rather than on herself. She's a lovely girl. But yeah, I mean, just the way Jake's been egging them on and almost getting these kicks. And Hugo, who was Mr. Like Righteous Speechmaker last week. Last week, he's like standing up for the rights of women and like women shouldn't get fucked over. And then he's literally like, yeah, 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 you should do it. I fucking hated his kiss last night. It made me feel so disgusting. Hugo is... (laughs) What a week, because last week I was saying that I hated Hugo. (laughs) And then, obviously, <laughs> midweek, Hugo did his great speech, which I still think he was possessed by a ghost. Like, something was going on there. He had not planned to say that. He It came from nowhere, and I think he was as shocked as we were. And it was. Look, I'm going to say it was an amazing speech, and I really liked that he stood up for a girl instead of a, his friend. Obviously, it turned out it was because he was in love with her, and I think that's something that we can all relate to. Um but the way he's behaving... Everyone's in love with us, Scarlett, famously. No, no, I mean, no, I mean, like, look, he stood up for Chloe, great, but he stood up for Chloe because he fancies the pants off her, and, like... Because of his feelings, more, yeah. Yeah, the more, the more... And then he amazing. got rejected. Yeah, but, like, would he have done that if he didn't fancy her? You should be able to stand up for women and go against your friends, even if you don't fancy the woman. It, that You know, whatever. Anyway, if Hugo's back on my bad list, because he is so disgusting in Catherine Moore... I'm sorry, what did he say when he kissed her last night? He was like, I did it, or something. Like, match point. He said something so... No, he so... goes, I did it. My Love Island experience has begun. Yeah. No, but like, he said my it... Love Island experience has begun. It's like... He said it as they finished kissing. He was like, game point. Wait, the kiss was it. so disgusting. It was disgusting. I know, and also she was like his I'm fifth sorry. choice. I mean, he's he's... You know what? I think this is quite... I think that Hugo's, I think that's last night, I think Hugo's quite an interesting case study because I do think he's sweet, probably, naturally, and I think he's sensitive, and I think he's nice, but when he's in a position with a group of boys who are behaving badly and a group of girls who are not fancying him, it's turned him into a sort of bad guy, right? Like, it's turned him into someone who thinks he deserves love from women, thinks he's allowed to fuck them over, and thinks, you know, and so it's like, Again, it's about how, in you know, bad influence friend groups can be because I I think he's probably nice. I think he's probably sweet. I think he was a good teacher. But I think being around this group of boys and being rejected by this group of girls has turned him into something bad. Yeah, it's quite sad. Like when like in Castle Hall, when they'll be like, "So, what's your plan of action today?" And he's like, "I'm just gonna move mad. I'm gonna make movements." It's like, "No, you're not, bruv. Like, stop lying to yourself." Be okay, realistic. he kisses her. He kisses her, he rolls over and says, job done. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is so cunty. I'm sorry. Like, that makes me then be like, actually, no, I think he just is a cunt. Because, like, it just feels like... I just think he's really desperate, and I think that's so unattractive. I don't agree. I think he wouldn't have... I think he has been scarred by these boys. Like... He wouldn't have, on the real world, he wouldn't have thought kissing a girl was a job done. But he's been so rejected and so, t- like, I think it's just, don't get so influenced by your friends. Yeah, that's probably true. But I do also think that, like, not, I don't know. I think it's hard because I think he's quite out of place on the show and in that group of friends. And I think probably yeah. outside of Love Island, he has, like, a group of friends who are much more like him. So, like yeah. he wouldn't behave that way but I just still don't respect it when people are that malleable because like you were saying about Teddy like Teddy hasn't changed his behavior because he's like around those boys it's true so yeah it's not an excuse no I don't think it means I'm forgiving him I think it's just like it's no I get what you're saying I just think he's a creep and I can't handle him being on my television I know I mean I also think Toby's a creep like I'm sorry Toby we we obviously didn't talk about Toby's bad behavior last week so it all has happened so quickly but the way that Toby treated Chloe was horrific it was not good it made me really sad like that girl is lovely I'm obsessed with Chloe because everything she says is so clever but she says it in a really stupid way so she's like actually dropping these pearls of wisdom but she's saying it in the most insane voice um I was dying when she was like I just don't like his chains I just want him (laughs) to not wear the chains and then someone was like that's fine, babe. We can we can sort that out. Like we I can know. get him to take off his chains. But Hugo was right about that. This whole idea of 
that you need to test a relationship to see if it's real is bullshit. Look, if if you're listening to this and anyone's ever said that to you, like, do not believe that because you don't need to yeah, test Yeah, it's like when someone cheats and then they're like, but I did it and it made me realise how much I, I love know. you. And it's like, yeah, but yeah. You, didn't need to, you didn't need to go and, like, fuck someone to know that. Um, I didn't do that. What was so funny about the whole situation is Toby was trying to gaslight Chloe. Like, he was trying to make it seem like it was her fault for reacting so quickly. But he's just so stupid that the gaslight didn't work. Like, yeah. I love that she just didn't let him gaslight her. She was just like, nah, mate, like, you behaved terribly. And yeah, I'm never I mean, backing down from this. I really love her. I really, I really love, love her. her. And also, like, I love that she's just been living the dream. Like, she's just had the pick of any man. And it's she's amazing. just had a sick holiday and made loads of friends. Like, I think Chloe is, like, not quite sure what show she's on and just having a great time. I would really like to try and be her friend afterwards. I know. So let's, let's maybe she'll manifest. be the first guest on our podcast. Yes. Oh my god. Let's manifest Look, that. All the girls. I love all the girls. Like I love Millie. Same. I love Liberty. I think she's. The I love Liberty. Part. I love Kaz. Like I think I really like that Kaz actually showed some. Like, Kaz has had to be so strong this whole time. And I think Kaz... Uh, uh, some people on Twitter were saying that, like, it was silly that Kaz was crying because it hadn't been that long. But I was like, look, Kaz has been through so much in the last few weeks. And yeah. she has never cried. She's never said she was sad. She'd al- she's always moved on. She's always had to be strong. And I think her crying last night was just kind of the whole experience coming out of her eyes. Yeah, it was, re- it was really sad. It was really sad. I agree because it wasn't because they were only couple. They weren't actually together for that long. But I think it's like no, but... you know what it is. It's when when in real life when you go, have like a terrible run of like dating experiences, yeah. and then you meet someone and you're like, oh my god, this is completely different, and you feel really sure of that because it's the only way you can like trust the situation. And then yeah. they fuck you over. It's like so much worse than just being fucked over by a fuck boy. Yeah, and then all the all the other fuck boys you know it's like compounded into this one betrayal because it was the thing you thought was going to be different um okay I mean I think that's most of what we've got to say I just think I you know what what's something that's annoying me but I'm also liking is like I think Ian Sterling's done a really good job with his voiceover this year I think he's been really funny and like I like that he's being very like edgy but the fact that he and he obviously keeps commenting that like Castro Moore is horrible and that the boys are behaving terribly and it's like the really he he's been like our voice but I'm like mate you're also part of this show like you know it doesn't have to be like this like this isn't written in law like I don't know it's annoying me a bit I know where is he saying that on Twitter no 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 on the voiceover you know he's like on the voiceover yeah he's definitely he's saying lots of bits and bobs on the voiceover that are really bitchy about cash I I just I just think you're like what you said earlier is the main point it's like they clearly haven't learned and it's yeah. quite and also like you know love island like as a show hasn't really evolved no i still like do love it but i really thought by now the people that they get on the things mm-hmm. that happen i really think it would have evolved a bit more because like the world has changed better since we all started watching it i agree like i really have always loved this show i've been watching it since the beginning and I really thought this season they were going to have more diversity in terms of like body type, race, job, like anything. And um, cl- like they just haven't, they haven't, they haven't, no, I know. they haven't learned anything. The mental torture is still happening. Like they are not learning. I really can't, I really can't imagine. I mean, it's funny because I never thought that when I was watching it this week, like how would I cope in Catherine, like in the process of doing that and, would you rather be a, a new girl going into Castle Moore or like the a girl being left? I think I'd feel too guilty going into Castle Moore. Like I mm. really, I'm not blaming the girls that have come in. Like they've been given a brief, and um, the boys are going. But it is for weird it. what you said about how like they're proper going for it, and the guys yeah. aren't. But they've been picked. Like they have picked five girls that are bold, and they've given them a brief of like make these boys cheat. And they picked five boys that are lovely. And I'm also like, couldn't these five lovely boys have come in at the beginning? Like, I know. You know, these boys are clearly nice. Like you had these boys. They're waiting so nice. 
you had these boys waiting in a quarantine pod. Like, maybe bring them in earlier. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Do you think when they're in that quarantine pod, any of them get together? I, they don't get to see each other. Oh, they're at all? Separated. They're on their own? They're on their own, yeah. I do also think, I think, you know, I do think the boys are particularly <laughs> intense and mad this year. And I think part of that is because of lockdown. Like, I do think, it's funny, I think it's a huge generalisation, but I think in some ways lockdown has made a lot of girls want boyfriends because you're like I want someone to be with me you know all day and I want someone to have sex with like without having to get dressed or whatever and then I think it's made boys just like have all this pent up like sleeping around energy I don't know if that's even correct but I think part yeah I think that I think that I think it's made it's definitely made a lot of people um want to like find more it's that thing they always say on Love Island, what's the yes, phrase? Where could it like, be better? Yeah, could it be better? Like she's I'm great. I'm happier, but, but it could, could I be, be happier? Better. Yeah. Exactly. Can I just say, and my... I think COVID in general has made everyone feel that way. My grandpa was a refugee from Czechoslovakia. He had like the worst life of all time, and then made it. He worked for Unilever. He was a wonderful man, and um, he uh, had this catchphrase or like life motto that he lived by which was you can't be happier than happy and it's now like our family's motto which is like if you're happy just you're happy like don't look for something more in work in friends in where you're living in money in love like you can't be happier than happy you can't have this idea that there's always something better around the corner and like it really is the way that me that my dad has taught us to live like from his dad of like just don't I think all the boys need to learn that like if you're happy you're happy like there's not exactly but also also you don't have to be happy all the time and like the the thing that like I think like people on like especially those guys on Love Island they're the kind of people that are like if something isn't perfect like I've seen this like less so now but with like people that my friends have been with in the past where they'll be like we're arguing we shouldn't be together if we're arguing yeah. like this has to be perfect it's like that's also very unrealistic because nothing can be like happy-go-lucky all the time like there are there will always be ups and downs totally and if you've got something good you've got something good and it's not going to be perfect but don't just always be looking around the corner like it really that's it why really I cannot me. understand Liam because I feel he's mm-hmm. basically got the perfect girl like she's so cool she's so lovely she's funny she's every she's everything I want to she's be everything she's everything she's clever she's got her own little business like I love what does her. she do she runs an online fashion business oh my god she's I like sells clothes yeah oh, that's why her. she's so stylish I love so her so much her. Um, all yeah. right, well, there's some more reality TV gossip that hit last night, um, which is that Chriselle from Selling Sunset is dating one of the Oppenheim twins. So oh, I've had so many messages about it because I put it on my story this morning. Me too. Um, and it's obviously like a PR stunt. Do you think? I think. Mm, I don't know. I do think. 
I like Rochelle. Like, Rochelle has had such a hard time. I like Rochelle as well. I'm just saying I don't believe it. Okay, well... Should I tell you the results of my poll? Because, like, thousands of people have uh, voted. Okay. Um, It says... 58% believe it. And then 42% said they don't. Interesting. I mean, we're in the middle of a big are we being fooled moment because obviously J-Lo and Ben Affleck have seemingly got back together but I've said this before. Well do you not believe that? Well no listen to the theory. I'm a big fan of Busy Phillips's podcast and the co-host of Busy's podcast is this amazing woman called Casey St. Ange and I'm completely obsessed with her. She's a producer and a writer and I've kind of fallen in love with her and I DM her on Instagram now and tell her how she did reply once. I was so happy. I really love her. Anyway, oh God, that's so fun. Months and months ago, when all this Ben and J Lo stuff started happening, uh, Casey spotted that Ben was wearing a watch that he wore in the Jenny from the Block video, which they filmed 20 years ago. And Casey did the math and she said, Wow, it's coming up to the 20th anniversary of the Jenny from the Block video. I wonder if they're reshooting the Jenny from the Block video shot for shot. And that's this. Anyway, this week, all these pictures have, have come out in the paparazzi that are the exact shot remakes of the Jenny from the Block video that J-Lo and Ben are acting out. And so, like, that one of them on the boat, was that yeah, in the Jenny from the Block video? That's in the Jenny from the Block video. It is fascinating. I mean, it's shot for shot. They're clearly doing something. And Casey believes that they have got back together, but they are also reshooting the Jenny from the Block video. I believe that they have got back together. I, I think they could just really be taking the piss out of the public a bit, though. Yeah, well, so th- one option is they've got back together, but they're reshooting this video. The other option is they're not back together, and they're doing, like, an amazing paparazzi publicity stunt where they're reshooting this video in paparazzi photos. Like, either way, I'm kind of obsessed. Like, I really hope they've got back together. J-Lo posted a slideshow of pictures for her birthday, and the first Ugh. four... The first four were her looking hot in a bikini at 52. And then the last one... And then it was them, like, about to fuck. At, yeah, literally mid-coital. Mid, post, mid um, and yeah, literally. I really, I really hope they're back together, but I don't know. Anyway, how this ties to I Chrishell, think they are. How this ties to Chrishell and Oppenheim yes. thing one is that Chrishell posts a picture of her in Oppenheim thing one um, saying... We're do- like Ben and JLo inspired or whatever, and um, because they used also to be together, like, I guess. Oh, right? what I think so, yeah. No, Mary they- used to be with him. God, good point. Oh, it wasn't so J-Lo- her, she, she was the- just with another Jason. The reference was to the boat, the right. boat, I guess. yeah. The reference okay, is to see, the boat, I see. but I genuinely I do really think it's a, I think it's a joke. I don't think it's real. I think it's, like, obviously amazing publicity because the season starts, like, next week or something. Mm. But I also think, like, they were sitting so far away from each other in the picture. It was, like, so not hot in any way. Like, her lower body was, like, peeling away from him. Like, stop touching me vibes. Well, it's very funny, whatever they're doing. I I like Rochelle. I think she's... (laughs) Just trying her best at all times. Oh my god, 100%. Um, Listen, the girl's been through a lot, so I hope she's happy. <laughs> um, okay, I also would like to talk a bit about Olympics. Are you down for that? Of course, I've been loving all of your Tom Daly posts. Okay, so yeah, we'll start with Tom Daly. I, my, this is a secret that I've been keeping from the public for a long time, but I... I was fully in love with Tom Daly, like, for many, many, many years. I had a huge poster of him on my wall. I watched every single thing he ever did. I would stay up all day to watch all his interviews and dives on the Olympics. Like, I was so in love with him, and I was so sure that we were going to get married. Like, I just thought he was the kindest, nicest, sweetest boy. And when he came out, it was the worst day of my life. Like, I was so happy for him, because all I want is for Tom to be happy and ultimately live his truth. But it was really painful. It was really, really hard for me. And the thing about Tom is he's an excellent diver. He's so good at what he does. He works so hard, but he's never won gold. And last week, after 13 years 
of trying, he won a gold medal. And Fuck, I cried. has it been that long? It's been that long. He's been doing this since he was 14 years old. Now he's a dad, he's married, he's got a baby, and um, he's also got a knitting account. Tom Daly is a when near professional that, it's like knitter. so you. Is he, like, he couldn't be more of your soulmate. That's what I'm saying. When I was in love with him, I had a knitting blog and was an obsessive knitter. Um, and Did he, he openly knit then? He did, and I, I loved that about him. But now oh. he's come really public with his knit, knitting, and like he knits these amazing jumpers. And I think he's actually better at crocheting than he is at knitting, but... We're just so. Sure. I do feel it's quite, do it's feel quite a niche opinion. <laughs> I do feel he is. I do feel we're so similar. Like he knitted a little case to put his gold medal in, and that's like exactly the kind of thing I would do. And I'm so happy for him. Like I think he can stop now. He has such an amazing life. He's married to this amazing man. They've got a child. Like he's really killing it on YouTube and Instagram, and like as a person. So my dream is that Tom can kind of give up diving for a bit because I think he's got his gold, and that was what he wanted. But I'm just Do you so think he happy will? I think he will. Like, I think he has, I think he stayed in it this long because he had never got gold. And he is the best. He's the best. He is so good. Him and his partner, diving partner, are just insane. I mean, that dive that they won with was perfection. And it's also sweet. He's like, mm. makes all these he makes all these videos with his partner and like the diving partner and they're both I know, so I thought sweet. that was so cute I'm also but just really diving ad- like yeah. is there <laughs> is there as much of an age limit as there is with other sports not quite because do you have to retire as young you don't have to retire as young which is why Tom Daly's still able to do it now but I as in there's not as much thing of like he doesn't need to keep up his cardio as much as some other sports but you do need to stay in incredible shape like Mm. the better it's a lot about core and muscle strength because you have to be able to like you know keep your body into these movements and also you have to be able to sync up with your partner that's the thing that amazes me like it you might when you're in those situations you must feel like you're one body like they have to be so in sync if one of their toes is out of sync they lose like that's so I, scary I, to me I know but I kind of am um we'll never know what that feels like to have like be that in tune with your body and someone else's body like it's it's really an amazing thing I'm kind of obsessed with it but I think Tom wants to give up like he is such a personality I think he could be like such an amazing advocate and commentator and like celebrity I think he definitely will be I think probably you just wait until you're out of competing before you really throw yourself oh for sure that. yeah and also I his husband has be. loads of money and like he doesn't need oh, to do Jill. it what does his, his husband, husband do his husband's a 43 year old film writer called dustin i think and he wrote that film milk that he won an oscar for oh wow um, yeah about harvey milk and he's just like an incredible american script writer oh my god stop and it how like did a, they meet i don't know but there's a 20 year age gap but they do seem very very compatible and happy Oh, that's really cute. And they've cute. got a child. That's really cute. I want to know how yeah. they met. I'm going to Google it. I wonder okay, if like they know. slid in each other's DMs or I'm something sure like that. Did. I mean, his, like, husband's how would they also, cross- his husband's also super hot. I mean, they might have been at like... Uh, oh yeah, I forget that parties used to exist. Parties used to happen. Like, in my head, I'm like, how would you meet someone like that? You must have met on Instagram. Because how else would you be in the same place? Because we're, we're all at home. But I also, I do think he's the most beautiful man in the world. I just, I love him. He, you know, he, I love him. Does he follow you him. on Instagram? No, obviously not. Oh, that um, should be our, let's manifest that as well. I just want to be his friend. Yeah, maybe I will start a knitting group together. Um, yeah, I exactly. I feel like you, it could be like such a great friendship and he'll like be like the god, the godfather to your children yeah. and like I'll be the godmom. But also this is really big in the knitting community. But what I like about his knitting account is that he gives credit to the people that he's bought patterns from. So, like, there's loads of really amazing knitters that sell patterns. And, um, what, like, like the string? No, no, no. A pattern is, like, the guide of how to knit something. Uh, so it's, okay, like, okay. it's its own little language. I'm obsessed with patterns. But he knit, he crocheted this little unicorn and he, like, did a shout-out to the woman that sold him the pattern. Oh, and he's like such a bae. He's such a legend. Um, and then let's talk about Simone Biles. I know this has been, like, talked about a lot, but it really really made it really moved me that so Simone Biles the incredible American gymnast um dropped out of the Olympics due to mental health reasons and I've actually been getting quite teary reading all the coverage because it's the thing that 
you know I wrote a whole book about bloody mental health advocacy but I still have a huge amount of shame around how much work I've had to miss throughout my life because of mental health and 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 socializing and like the amount of times I still pretend that I'm sick when my mental health's bad and like I it's something that I really hate myself for like I know that's a big thing to say but like I say yes to a lot of things and then my mental health often gets in the way and I often have to pull out and and it really has haunted the last few years of my life and I mean I think yeah yeah I I think it's so because basically as well like what is wild is that in sport everyone is so tolerant of the physical impact that like being in sport has on your body but no one talks about you know Michael Phelps was amazing yesterday because he was just like nobody talks about it and she is she's saying like I cannot do this and that's the same as if she broke her leg doing gymnastics she would not be able to compete and I just think like the I thought it was amazing like the internet was amazing yesterday apart from that fucking tramp who I'm not even going to say his name on our podcast but um it sounds like piss Apart from him, I just thought there were so many amazing people just coming out and being like, this is incredible. It was actually an incredible moment, I think. And it will be a huge shift. She has changed the world in what she did. Like, I truly believe that because not only has she talked about how mental health is as important as physical health and how you can be ground down. You know, her and Naomi Osaka are changing the world. And especially because the stigma on black women's mental health is so much worse than any you know this any of the stigma will ever face but I'll also say like the reason I was crying yesterday is because people are really we're, we're entering a world where people are really much more forgiving around mental health like it's amazing but I have had bad reactions when I pulled out of things for mental health and when that happens to you it is very scarring like I've had people say no, I'm seriously it's it's traumatizing yeah it's fucked me up and I've had people say can you push through and I've had people get really angry at me and I've had friends get really angry at me and I'm a posh white girl who wrote a fucking book about mental health and is very open that I have chronic depression and PTSD like if I am getting those reactions can you imagine what Simone Biles is getting and what any black woman's getting and any woman in sport like it it moved me all these people posting about it like I just kept get I kept crying because I was like wow this is something it's the one thing I still have such huge shame about and have had traumatic experiences with and it's yeah amazing I did a the, the story that we won't talk about but um I said to them I was doing a gig and I said I, I have to have someone with me which is kind of true like I never do a show unless um one of like one of my close friends is there or like unless someone yeah. is there I hate doing like a solo show without someone there because my anxiety gets completely out of control mm. and the way that they looked at me when I said oh, I have to have someone I have to have her to be able to come with me like in all areas of this venue yeah. because I'll need her for my anxiety and it feels I think people are like they think that like being a comedian and having anxiety is a complete contradiction and that it somehow doesn't make sense yeah. or doesn't add up or sounds like an excuse and it's kind of like with you it's like because we're like public and like talk about stuff I think pe- some people like fucking idiots think that we're fabricating this in yeah. some way yeah because and, that, and it- that reaction that you just described when they're like oh can't you just push through it's like are you fucking joking like that is insane that you would say that to someone who's got bad mental health but also what you don't realise maybe if you're the person sending that email is that it is so hard to stand up for your own mental health. Like, I always think that I'm making it up, right? Like, I always think I'm using it as an excuse. Mental health, the most evil thing about mental health is it convinces you it's not real. Like, I I am already dealing with all that shame. I am already thinking I've made it up. And it's taken so much strength for me to say, I can't do this. I'm depressed and can't get out of bed and can't even shower, let alone come to an event, right? And when they say, couldn't you push through? you go, maybe I could push through. Maybe I am being a piece of shit. Maybe I am making up an excuse. Like they are feeding, you're feeding into people's worst insecurities about themselves. And if someone has had the courage to say to you, like, I, you know, I'm very lucky that I am able to work for myself and I'm able to not have a nine to five. I had a nine to five for a year. And my boss asked me once if I was eating in the wrong sushi restaurants because I had food poisoning every month you know I would email him saying I'm so sorry I've got food poisoning I can't come into work and it wasn't that it was my depression and I couldn't say that and like I it's just 
I've spent so long lying about this and when you have the courage to tell the truth and someone turns like is dismissive of it it's it really takes you a lot yeah so I no I really think like because I remember I had this one employer years ago and I was just doing this production job and I remember saying by the way on Wednesdays every day every Wednesday at four I have therapy so Mm -hmm. like I'll have to leave early and he just said that's amazing thanks so much for letting me know and that was it and it was like the best I remember that being like oh I can just say it now because someone has reacted nicely. So if anyone like listening to this, this has become like such a, but if anyone is listening to this, like if you employ people, if you work with people, like you you always just respond with the the least amount of like shame because the way you feel when you feel you're having to pull out something because your mental health, it's so shameful and you feel like such a fucking failure and Mm. a loser and you need someone else to reward you basically for that. And that's why I thought the internet was amazing yesterday because it's just people really congratulating her and also with your friends but it is hard like I've had a lot of friends pull out of things I really wanted them to be out because of mental health and it's not like it's easy like there's I've definitely been upset by it but accept it like you know it's you're their friend for a reason like and if you can't like people it's just people already feel so much shame and I think like yeah what happened what happened yesterday like has she's changed the world like I truly believe Simone's Simone Biles and Naomi Sarkar have changed the world this year Right, we're gonna have to end it now because I've got a call in a minute. Yeah. Um, Right. Well, this has been an eclectic, very fun episode. But as ever, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Please share it with your friends that think might like it. Um, We love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, and definitely tell any of your like Love Island WhatsApp groups to listen to this episode in particular. Exactly. Um, Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.